Yura, hello. My name is Zai Hebersley, a proud Pitta Pitta man, and I pay my respects to the ancestors, elders, past, present, and emerging, who strengthens and guides us, continually nurtures us, and inspires us to be future custodians of this land. Now sit back, enjoy, and why don't you listen on into a bit of a yarn? So really, really fun fact about yeah. my heritage and yeah. my family. Um, I'm not Papua New Guinean. <laughs> Just real quick. Putting that a blind side. Yeah, no, nah, Murray through and through. Nah, yeah. Um, but my, so on my mother's side, my great-great-grandmother was the first missionary woman to ever go over to Papua New Guinea. Oh, wow. And my mother's mother was born in PNG. Wow, bro. Yeah, and like they've got these crazy stories, yeah. man. Like... You know, stuff around, like, rolling mortar shells around as kids yep. and all of this, like, craziness. And the yep. culture shock, like, yeah, as you say, is a whole nother level. Yep. And, um, you know, I've had so many amazing opportunities to talk to my, um, my grandmother, who is still alive, you yep. know, amazingly. And, um, man, when we spit yarns, mm. the stuff that she says around her childhood and what her mother did and her father did over there is... It's just crazy. And it's, it's a like, whole other world, bro. it's a whole nother, like literally yeah. a whole nother world. Yeah. And you don't, you don't think about that until you're actually either seeing it for yeah. yourself yeah. or you're hearing it from someone you genuinely care about. Yeah. If you and just you, read about it on the news, yeah, you're like, it oh, just yeah, washes over you. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Like, you know, even, even, uh, you know, I don't really want to go down that road, but touching on like the stuff that's happening in Ukraine, yep. you know, Perfect if I'm being example. completely honest, yeah. I just go, oh, that's terrible. Yeah. And then that's Onto it. The next. Like, I wish I could do more. Yeah. I really do wish. Yeah. And, you know, raising awareness for it is a way of doing that. But being here in Australia yeah. and so having, removed from it, you're so isolated yeah. from so much stuff. Yeah. And even like, you know how you're talking about America, like the violence and the guns and, mm. the, and all of that, like... Mm. Australia's doing pretty good. We like, got very lucky in a lot of ways. Considering yeah. what's going on in the world at the moment, yeah. we're doing all right yeah. for safety and even even down the lines of, you know, like the fact that you can just jump on JobSeeker yeah. and get, yeah. you know, Medicare yeah. and, and support yeah. and all these things. And I'm not saying that there's no support in Australia, um, but we're doing all right yeah. compared to a lot of other people. Yeah, I think so. And yeah, I think, you said it perfectly. Like it's unless you have a personal connection to it, mm. it just doesn't hit you the same way. Mm. Um, and you know, I think working with these guys, like some of the challenges and barriers that they have to overcome, like even f- for the hunters to compete in the Q Cup over the last few years, they had to relocate to the Gold Coast because of COVID. So usually yeah, they play right. out of Port Moresby, and teams yeah. will fly over and play them for their home games over there. Yeah, because the borders are all shut the whole club relocated to Runaway Bay down here on the Gold Coast um, for the last three or two seasons, 21 and 22. Man, like, even... That for a team in itself is, like... So disruptive. Yeah. Like, I think one of the things that we focus on at Rugby League Riders is the impact of, like, cohesion and combinations Mm. in a squad Mm. and how that translates into... And the chemistry. ...on-field performances. Definitely, definitely. It's something that, like, you hear about in the NFL and the NBA, they love talking about that gear. Yeah. And 
it just ha- it's we're only scratching the surface of it i think at nrl level mm. like the disruption not being with your family sleeping in these little like lodges you know have it like the foods are different mm. like everything is just so different that in itself is a barrier before they even step over the white line to play on the yeah. weekend and not to mention like a lot of those png boys and even the murray boys and everything like that you know that are taken away or from their wherever you're from that's taken away from your culture and yeah. put into a professional system yeah and it's like well literal mitchell perfect example yeah right he's facing so much cultural con like diversity at the yeah. moment and controversy mm. in the media mm. and he's like i'm just a proud aboriginal man yeah. that's all i am yeah. like i just step on the field and i do my thing yeah like i was watching stuff with him this morning around like him being on a farm and what he's doing and yeah. and you know, his personal journey that he's going through, mm. let alone what the media is, you know, portraying him as. Yeah. Then when he's playing on the field, he gets critiqued for saying he's a grub and yeah. all these things on the field. Yeah. And then, you know, it's just like a domino effect. Yeah. And that's one man. Yeah. You know, he's a man. He's not a god. Yeah. He can't withstand so much, you know, to a point where he'll just collapse. Yeah. And that's something that I have noticed a lot in footy. Mm. is and these crazy high level sports is once you reach that certain point there's only so much you can stand yeah. you know socially and you know from the news and and the politics around everything and you know everything's not okay or you step your foot out of line and it's you're back in line yeah. again like yeah. it, and then it's just a it's just a personal identity crush yeah and they just get crushed man like, that's too much yeah yeah i feel very very sorry for Latrell and the criticism that he cops and all Indigenous players. You know, I think um, the NRL does, or I think the NRL is doing a better job mm. um, at supporting and, and even just like normalising, bro. Like I think our friends across the ditch do a really good job of normalising the use yeah. of traditional yeah. Maori language, like the names of places and everything. Yeah. Like it's part of it. Like they say Kyoto when you get on the plane, when you yeah. fly over there. Like yeah. little shit like that. Yeah. It like the NRL's doing it slowly. Like they'll have yeah. you know the Aboriginal names for places and country next to you know um, wherever the ground's being played, mm. and they have Indigenous mm. round. Like why just one round, bro? Like bro. it's the names aren't just there for one week. Yeah, that that's the original name. Man. Yeah, like I think the NRL can do better. Like I think they do a good job, but I think they can do better mm. at normalizing the use of Aboriginal language, like that's just one way of, um, and this might be a good segue into like my own experiences of culture that we talked about the Mm. other day. Like for a lot of people, I know for myself, I didn't have any indigenous mates growing up. Yeah. I don't know why, maybe because of the area I lived in. Maybe Mm. it was the schools that I was going to. Like, Mm. I don't know for whatever reason, I didn't have any indigenous friends growing up. Um, and so when I first started to interact with them like i didn't know what to do i didn't know how There's to a, handle those the cultural dividers like yeah, man. where do i like what do i yeah. say like when i said before like i've always been very lucky that i can connect with different people like mm. if i sit down with a young person who's into his gaming like i'm not a huge gamer but i know enough about what's going on i can talk yeah. to him about the latest playstation yeah. game that's coming yeah. out or whatever or footy or music like whatever it is when I first started playing, um, I think I told you this, I signed up for a touch footy team at a lo- local comp in Port Macquarie and um, got put in with the Dungutty All Blacks. You were a mob out at Kempsey Yeah, Lane. deadly. So deadly, bro. I loved it. Yeah. But I remember being so nervous about yeah. going down there. 
I was keenly aware for probably the first time in my life, I remember being aware of skin color because mm. I was like, all these guys, like I'm so white, like should I be playing in this team? Like, yep. And I didn't know how to interact. I didn't know, I didn't understand the sense of humor. I didn't yep. know the jokes. I didn't know how to speak, like everything. It was so alien to me. And it's ridiculous that at 14 years old or 15 or however old I was at the time, like that shouldn't have been my first interaction mm. with the culture like mm. that. Mm. Um, and looking back now, like I wish that I could have done more with those relationships that I formed. Like some of my dearest friends now are Aboriginal and proud Aboriginal men and mm. women, which is not something that I was exposed to or saw when mm. I was a kid growing up. So before, just before I really quickly touch on that, which I want to, I want to dive into more yeah. and I'd love to, what was your, what was your relationship? So like, you've obviously gone in there going, I don't know what to say. I don't yep. know. I don't, I don't feel like I fit in. Yep. After that first interaction or that first moment with another Murray follower, yep. what was your like perception after that? Um, man, I think, um, and this is what I love about sport and why I'm so passionate about sport for young people mm. is it's a great equalizer. Mm. Like as soon as you get on that footy field, doesn't matter if you're black or blue or yeah. purple or whatever yeah. color you are. Doesn't matter what you believe in. Yeah. When you're in that footy field or netball court or basketball court, whatever you're doing, you're all playing by the same rules. Yeah. And I think that's a really powerful thing. So after I played a game of footy with them, we just talked about footy. Yeah. It was sick. And like yeah. some, like Simone Smith, who's played um, for the um, Indigenous All-Stars women's side. Yeah. Um, she was on that team. Um, like some bunch of fellas i'm not in contact with many of them anymore obviously moving up to brizzy but yeah as soon as we were able to establish that common ground i was like mm. all right cool let's just talk about mm. footy and then i very quickly realized like they're exactly the same as any of my other mates yep and that right there is mm. the perfect example mm. of social diversity yeah and that's the exact you know of oh like i don't know their jokes i don't mm. know this i don't know that and mm. it's like we're just people, yeah. bro. Like, yeah. And and that's something that, you know, is not only generationally been put on and kind of programmed mm. um, yeah, into our society. Um, and look, I could get in trouble for saying this, but this is the truth, mm. you know, like, and it's from my opinion and how I've seen it is, you know, there's this program of you're black or you're white. Yeah, dude. And then that's it. Yeah. And there's no, and you know, for myself, growing up as a half-caste man, it's yeah. a whole other ball game. Because yeah. you're like, well, I've grown up around Murray culture and Murray people and auntie and uncle and everyone's, hey, doing to the girl, like, yeah. you know, which yeah. is sister, yeah. you know, and then you bring that into a, a white economic mm. or a, you know, a whiter society, yeah. you know, without any racial connotations to it. And it's like, oh, like, Can I, use I that shake language? your hand? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. you know, it's, it's, yo, what's up, my man? Like, yeah. you dab up or, or um, you know, in our culture as well, it's really, really important not to look someone in the eyes when you're shaking their hand. It's yeah, a right. sign of disrespect. I didn't even know that. Right? So, and I've had, you know, and I've been told that by elders before. Yeah. And then I go to shake someone's hand. I don't look them in the face. Yeah, and they're like, and they and they're, they're like oh, like, yeah, what? Interesting. And just that in itself yeah. is shows where the table sit. Yeah. And we, we got to bring awareness to it. And we have to be like, you know, exactly like we were talking about before, you know, you've gone and stood on that field and then gone, oh, they're just, 
just boys yeah. that like footy. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. You know, and they just got darker skin than me. Yeah. That's it. You know, maybe they've grown up in a different social economic or, yes. you know, or they've grown up, you know, cashed or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's, they're still boys that just love the game. Yeah. Or they're just still people that love to do art. They yeah. love to sing. They love music. Like, yeah. and, our culture is so amazing mm. and it's so something that needs to be voiced where we're on the same playing field. Yeah. And that's what something that I was talking to, you know, someone else that I've interviewed in the past as well is around for Maori boys, 90 something percent of the white New Zealand culture yeah. have 100% accepted Maori. And but- and part of that acceptance just comes from exposure, just seeing it. Exactly. You see the town name in English and then in Maori language, yeah. like next to each other. Yep. Oh, okay. It's not one or the other. It's both. Yeah. Like, and like even, you know, what's even, what a lot of people don't know is in Brisbane, a lot of town names are, are Murray. Uh, in, but yeah. no one knows that. Yeah, yeah. People just think that it's English words. Yeah. Like, you know, all of these mobs and traditional, you know, names and things yep. are of you know, states and not states, but suburbs, suburbs and, and, and regions, and regions yeah. here in Brisbane. And we're and, still using it. And we're still using it. And everyone's no like, knows. oh, I thought that was a English word. Yeah. I didn't realize that was a Murray word. Right. That happened to us. So I play for the UQ Hounds rugby league team. Yeah. At the St. Lucia, like Tawong campus. Yeah. I grew up in, I lived in, I didn't grow up in Tawong. When I moved to Brisbane, I lived in Tawong for three years. And um, last year or the year before, um, my old housemate, a guy called Jesse Domic, he's an Indigenous man, um, we did an Indigenous jersey for our footy team. Yeah, mad. And so he incorporated a bunch of stuff about Tawong. Um, he's got the Brisbane River in there and then he's got some footy-related stuff like a couple of, like the coach and a couple of our like original members of the club have our handprints on the jersey. It's yeah, sick. That's, that's so different. So cool. That's mad. And then um, I got in touch with... Um, an elder from that region and I was asking her because I wanted I wanted to put something about the, their totem mm. on the jersey as mm. well and she goes oh well Tawong is indigenous for like Nighthawk mm. which is like a native bird that lived mm. in the, that used to breed in the area yeah. I was like what the hell like, yeah. I've been using this word for three years yeah, I've got no idea yeah and now I've got this deadly bird on the back of the jersey bro. So it looks so sick That's I love deadly, it right. but like it's a perfect example like I just had no idea. Yeah. And that is why awareness, yeah. it, it's, it's got to be bigger, bro. Yeah. It ha- like, I don't, I don't, I don't care what people are saying mm. or whatever. Like, you know, who's nailing it? Clothing the gap. If yep. anybody has the opportunity to go yep. on their website, they are absolutely nailing it. Not mm. only are they bringing out fashion styles that yep. are, that people, people of non-Murray culture are like, Still bro, wear I'd wear that, yeah. man. Like, that's so cool. Yeah. But there's a, there's a traditional connotation to it and there's a, you know, uh, Aboriginal background to whatever they're just... education des- behind it. And there's education and yeah. all these things, you know, like I love like right now wearing the Queensland Maroons jersey and it's all married up. Yeah. Like my shoes have got all, you yeah. know, tattoos. Like we've got to yeah. represent, bro. Yeah. You know, and if we don't, it's not, no one's going to know. Mm. And there's going to be this, you know, like, cultural boundary of what's right what's wrong what's true what's a lie and you nailed it perfectly around the eldership we need elders yeah to teach us this stuff we have to because you know not to mention that our culture was you know brought down to five percent capacity which is just unfathomable and is absolutely crazy but 
the fact that we're still here today mm. and we're proud and we're here shows our resilience in our culture. And we need to we need to be proud of that. Yeah. Like and I understand there's generational shame and there's and there's, you know, there's been this massive divide of being like, yeah, I'm a proud pitta pitta man or yeah. I'm a proud Murray boy or woman yeah. or whatever. Yeah. You know, it's that has been so you know been put down and and the constant of oh no like just step to the side yeah, like it's yeah. all good like you know yeah yeah Murray but yeah sure. come on like yeah. you know we don't want to make a scene yeah you know I've had people tell me don't make a scene and I'm like make a scene yeah. I'm like this is this, this is my identity this is this is me yeah. like you know yeah. and I actually did a really really you know kind of social experiment um with my partner yeah and. You know, because I, I wear all of my gear everywhere I go, mm. everywhere I go. And she was like, why? Some people give you the weirdest looks. Like really? some people suss you out. And I'm like, what? Like I didn't even realize mm. it. And then oh, and then it clicked and I was like, oh my God, it's because I'm wearing, I'm representing. Yeah. It's what it is. And they haven't seen it or it's, it's just new and It's like, what and, is that? Yeah. Like, what is that to wearing? Yeah. Like I've had, mul- I've had so many people come up to me like, bros, where'd you get that shirt from? Yeah. Are they white or are they indigenous? They're white followers. Yeah, okay, that's cool. And it's like, the fact that that you're not necessarily aware of it is not only a massive red flag, but it's so cool to be able to be like, oh man, like, you know, this is... Let me teach you this. Let me teach you, right? It might be a five minute conversation and they're like, like, you know, and their mind's blown. And um, anyway, my partner was like, and I was having this conversation with my partner and I was like, here, wear it. Like, mm. wear a Murray shirt for the day yep. and tell me, we'll just, see, so, we'll just to happens. see, just to see, right? Yeah. You know, just to see what happened. Yeah. And big Murray flag, yep. like represent hardcore. Yeah. And by the end of the day, she was like, I get it. Yeah, she was like, yeah. I, I'm, I get it. Yeah. Like, I'm not even Murray myself. Yeah. I don't look Murray, nothing. Yeah. Or Aboriginal. I'm still getting like, mm. sussed out or yeah. questions or like, what is that? Yeah. Whether it's negative or, or just due Inquisitive. To, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. But she was like, and then imagine looking First National Murray on top of that. Yeah. Like there's, you know, just from what she's wearing, what, yeah, what sure. I'm wearing sure. is already like, huh? But then imagine, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the, pers- the perspective for people has to change and the narrative has to change. Yeah. And I think the multiculture are absolutely nailing yeah. it. They're for killing sure. it, bro. Yeah, for sure. We can yeah. learn a lot from the way that they navigate it. A hundred percent. Everything around the treaty and all these things that they have, yeah. we need to do. Mm. We need to bring and we need to create so much awareness to it that it just becomes normal. Yeah. Yeah. We were talking at school the other day, um, a story that came to my mind when I moved to Brisbane around the same time as the NRL All-Stars versus Indigenous mm. All-Stars concept kind of came to life. Yeah. And I loved the indigenous kit that the boys were wearing. Yeah. They had these black shorts with like a little strip of some indigenous art on there. Yeah. And I just thought it looked so cool, bro. And yeah. I needed some new footy shorts. And I remember I was living on campus, as I said at the time. So I was making connections with 150 new people that I'd never really met yeah, before. Wow. Most of who were white for whatever reason. Yeah. And... um. I remember going into the city, going to Rebel Sport to buy myself some footy shorts. And bro, I reckon I would have sta- uh, stood there in the aisle looking at these footy shorts for like maybe five or 10 minutes. Yeah. I think I might've even tried them on and then I put them back and then I've tried a different one. I didn't feel 
comfortable mm. or yeah, I didn't feel comfortable wearing the shorts. And it was because I didn't know whether it was appropriate for me to be wearing them mm. as a white fella. Mm. And I didn't have anyone who I could ask about this. Mm. So all I was thinking was, oh, what are these 150 blokes back at college going to think when I pull out the indigenous shorts yeah. next week? At yeah. How yeah. many of them are going to say, oh, are you indigenous? Or, yeah. And like, I didn't know how to navigate yeah. that. I wasn't sure if it was appropriate. All I knew was that I liked the shorts, but mm. I didn't feel um, comfortable to buy them. Mm. And so I didn't buy them. Mm. And like, I don't know, I think that says a lot about, you know, what was that six or seven years ago? Yep. And then since then, the connections that I've had with people like Jesse, the fellow who'd done our jersey, mm. um, staff at work, like some of the boys up at North Lakes, who I've got a really strong connection with there, like yeah. Fernie and that. Yeah. Um, like I wouldn't have second hesitation about buying those shorts now. Yeah, we can. And I'd wear them with pride and I'd wear them um, like proudly as a white man. Mm. I'd wear them and go, yeah, these shorts are deadly. Like, yeah. And like I'm proud of, I was thinking about this in the car on the way as well. Like um, as an ancient history buff, like that's what I studied at uni. Yeah. And if I wasn't doing footy and if I wasn't teaching, I reckon I'd be working in some capacity in, you know, history and archaeology and all that kind of yeah. jazz. Yeah. I'm fascinated with ancient cultures. Fascinated by them. I think we can learn a lot about them and I think it's just so interesting to see how and how people lived and why they lived mm. that way. Mm. Um and I th- I I definitely think that plays a role in like when I meet indigenous people or when I learn about indigenous culture, I almost feel, and I unpacked this as I was driving over because mm. I've always felt very proud and very passionate about learning about that and showing my respect mm. to that culture. Where, like whether Uncle Gomez taking me out bush last year, like stuff like that. I froth on that stuff. Yeah, bro. Yeah. So He's sick. deadly, bro. He's, He's the man. man. Yeah. He's the man. So he's sitting around a campfire. He's telling me about... Um, you know, uh, the shells, like there were these piles of shells on the beach. Like this was where, um, you know, the women would shuck the shells that the men had caught out in, on the reefs and the dugongs and the turtles, everything. And I'm just sitting there just like lapping. Yeah, this stuff up, come more, yeah, give me more. Yeah, give me more. And I think I've never really questioned why I cared or why I was so interested in it. Mm. And I think a part of it is like, I have some shame as a white man of the way that, my ancestors treated your culture. And I mm. think my way of making up for that or apologizing for that or, mm-hmm. uh, or just addressing it is like, it's my responsibility to fucking celebrate your culture, mm. to learn about it, Bro. to give it the respect that it hasn't got for so long. Mm. Um, whether or not I'll understand it um, the same way that an indigenous person would like, all I can do is be like, yo, I respect this and I want to learn more about it because mm-hmm. like, why not? Like, why else? Like, mm. why would you treat it any differently? I don't know. So yeah, I think now that I know or I understand more about it and I have like connections with proud indigenous men, um, it makes me feel more comfortable or more confident in also celebrating their culture as mm. a white like as an outsider. Mm. Yeah. And man, like, Honestly, like that, that's that right there is like makes me want to cry, bro. Mm. You know, like that, that is the mindset that we need to have, not just for white followers, yeah. you know, like this, this whole game of you know, 
who is what and who yeah. is where yeah. it, it's got to stop man like it has to stop yeah. and that that mindset is like i wish i could just photocopy that yeah. and just like <laughs> put that everywhere yeah. you know because being able for if you know if my, me myself i'm like yep i'm a proud aboriginal pitta pitta man i'm yep. you know born on quantum country you yep. know and I'm being taught by my elders to share with you know with you and and rah, 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 and and then for you who's someone who is not Murray yeah. or not from a First Nation background to be like, this is a gift. Yeah. Like I'm gonna yeah, harness dude, well this. Said. That's what it is. And I'm gonna yeah. go. Let's let's teach this to people who yeah. are who are on my side of the fence, yeah. if you want to put it like yeah, yeah. that. Yeah. And go check out this beautiful culture. Mm. Look mm. at these people. Look yeah. at this. You know and. I think what a lot of people never have the opportunity to do, which is, it breaks my heart, and yeah. it's something that is so special to me, is be able to immerse themselves yeah. into culture yeah. at a deeper level. Yeah. And this is what we need for our young men and women mm. as well. Mm. It's being able to get Uncle Goma, elders, yeah. Yeah. you know, to take us out to country yeah. and sit and go, listen. Yeah, bro. Your elders are here. Yeah. This is these are your people. Yeah. This is your country. This sand you're standing on, the mm. sand between your toes, yeah. your elders walked here. Yeah, See this tree? Your elders made a coolman out of this yeah. tree to gather food. Yeah. See where this, you know, and being able to culturally immerse and connect yourself to country like that, yeah. like you said you've experienced firsthand yeah. is Dude, a whole nother level, it's man. It's so powerful, man. Like we had two, we had one night out bush with Goma last year, myself um, and a couple other guys from North Lakes campus. Yep. And like Fernie said to us before we went, he's like, you're going to come back and you're just going to feel like at peace. Yep. You're just going to feel lighter yep. and you're going to feel like connected and yep. grounded. And yep. and he was a hundred percent right. Man. It yep. was, uh, it was su- such a powerful experience. And all we did was a few boys went out to the bush Yep. Went fishing, cooked some food over a fire, and yep. talk shit. So simple. Until we went to bed, like so simple. I do that stuff with my with my mates who yep. are white. Yeah. I like, but the the power, the the emotional connection, the spiritual connection. Mm. I think, like, I'm not a religious person, but mm. I'm definitely spiritual. And mm. I was like, I could feel that there in at the time, and like I can still remember that feeling just yep. talking about it today. Yeah. yeah, and it's and bro, honestly, like. I wish everyone can experience mm. it. And it's something that is so amazing and it's so special on a whole nother level because yeah. as you said, you know, you know, you're not religious, but it's so much deeper. Yeah, dude. There's, there's something, there's something there that is connecting and it's, it's so special, you know, even for us, like, you know, a way to relate it is our culture is more beautiful than it is anything else. Like mm. for example, our dances, right? Yeah. Our dancers are so elegant. Mm. It's you become your your totem and when and you're you're proud when you're doing a corroboree and yeah. you know, I think the indigenous all stars are someone who yeah. have absolutely nailed that. And celebrate that, hey. And celebrating that and creating that normally yep. and normalizing that is yep. so, so amazing. Bruh, imagine if we had proud young Aboriginal yep. men when they go to their grade twelve formal yep. and they're jumping up and they're coming up doing, you know, corroborating shake a leg and, and yeah. you know, and having 100%. that is amazing, man. Because we see it in the multiculture. Yep. Yep. And we see, you know, the haka, it's proud, yep. and it's pride and it's, yep. you know, I'm 
I'm here, yeah. you know, and I'm going to stand for my, my yeah. culture and my and people. It, and the way that everyone else respects it as well. Like, yeah, dude. There was one at the Dally M's a few years ago. Um, shoot, who was it? I can't remember. It was a Maldi fellow that had won the, the award. Mm. Mental blanking right now. But I remember Isaac Luke, one of my favorite ever players, yeah. just jumped up. At a, at a formal setting, you know, at some ritzy-ass hot, uh, yeah. hotel or whatever in Sydney. Everyone's in tuxes and nice dresses and everything. And Isaac Luke just jumps up and starts giving this haka. And the room just goes silent. Yeah. Right? Like, what? Yeah. So cool for everyone else to be able to take pause and just give give that culture mm. a moment to, to celebrate itself mm. and, and to be recognized. Mm. And, and if... If we could harness that as Murray people yep. and as, you know, traditional First Nation owners yeah. of this land, bruh, yeah. that's a whole nother level. You 100%. know, that's, and exactly like you said, formal event. Yeah. Like the place where you probably least see least it, expect it is where it's going to happen. Yeah. And that is what we need to do with our, our Murray culture. Yep. It's whether it's that, but, it, you know, touching on that before I go any further is we need to be taught it. Yeah. It needs to be aware. Yeah. It needs to be, it needs to become normalized. Yeah. It needs to become, oh, they're doing, they're doing all corroboree. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. There's no, oh, what's happening over here? going on over yeah, there? Yeah. Like, what is that? Like, why do they do that? Yeah. You know, why is there, why do they have spears? Yeah. Like, you know, why are they, what, what's the, what are the things they're clapping together? Yeah. You know, and that's, we need to create awareness to that and bring that to light. So yeah. it, it's normalized. Well, I didn't know what a shake leg was three years ago. Yeah. Didn't know what one was. Yeah. Um, and I think uh, Cody Walker said something on on an interview recently. Like, his young fellas, even in the last few years, mm. he's seeing them be be proud and be confident enough mm. to do a shake leg when they score a try in footy or yeah. when like like anything, man. Yeah. Like, and and I'm I'm seeing that with our kids at school our indigenous kids at school you know we're playing pool in the mornings they do a six shot mm. pull cue up in one hand little shake leg yeah. out like it's deadly bro I love yeah. it it's so cool because yeah. that's you know I might go oh fuck you and you know bro high five my mate yeah. for, for a proud indigenous man the way to celebrate that little moment might be to do a little shake leg yeah. and it's <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. No. and I think um, at, what that campus is doing really well um, is in court, or is encouraging um, not indigenous folk to, to also jump mm. in and do that as well. Mm. Um, and that's where I think from a, from a history point of view, sometimes um, I'm a bit uh, like cautious a bit. I'm like, oh, is this appropriate for me to be mm. doing this right now? And that's because I don't have the education around yeah. it, bro. Mm. I'd love to be popping shake legs, but I would want to make sure that it was culturally appropriate yeah. for me to be doing so as yeah. well. So yeah. I think the more conversations that we can have and the more that the, the normalized it becomes for mm. us to be understanding and familiar with with that culture i think it can only be a good thing yeah yeah that's wicked man like you know we've touched on so much stuff around around the culture and, and i've absolutely loved it and being able to see your perspective mm. on it is so awesome and it's Thanks, man. especially from someone you know like i have conversations with a lot of followers and it's like oh yeah like i just don't really know about it yeah. where you yourself you're like i've studied history mm. I'm, I'm i'm on a different level mm. i've you know i'm around it i've I'm immersed myself in it my work is yep. in you know tied in with it and everything and working with your young people and to even just see your perspective on it from someone who is actually probably more culturally immersed than you think yeah maybe is 
is really awesome and it's really, really inspiring and it's really, really motivating for yeah, us Murray people. Yeah, thank you. When when you're going down that route of your personal development and your personal growth, yeah. has there ever been a barrier? Has there ever been just this roadblock where you're just banging your head against the wall and like, I just what like why? Or or why is this happening to me? Man, that's a good question. Nothing's coming to mind immediately. I just think like I'm very lucky that I've always had people around where if I'm ever stuck or if I'm ever unsure about something, I've got someone that I can go to mm-hmm. and ask. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's probably something I didn't have from a cultural space. I didn't have that for a lot of my upbringing. It's only in since I've been in my late 20s that I've got access to people that I can ask about specific things if I need that support. Mm. Um, so, you know, if I have a question about culture like for example my partner is indigenous she's from mandandanji mob about um like roma way but she's doesn't identify as aboriginal she's never had any connection to that side of her family before. i think it's through her grandfather yeah don't quote me on that um i didn't know about i didn't know that about her when we met and came up one day and like for me i've gently encourage her to like explore mm. that part of her mm. um, history. If she's not interested in it, I'm not going to push it towards yeah, her. Yeah. But one thing I have said to her is like, if we have kids, like at the very least, I want our kids to know about their heritage. Yeah, and if bro. they want to learn more about it, then I'm going to do everything I can yeah. to facilitate yeah. that. Yeah. And I want to learn that about journey. Yeah, yeah. bro. And I want to learn about that more because uh, like, I almost feel proud about like the, the, the history and, and, and the connection that Aboriginal people have to this mm. country. Like we've mm. got such a sick country. Mm. There's so many things going for us. Um, and I think it can, it will only be a better place if we can recognize and attribute a lot of that to the fact that you guys are the first custodians of this land. Like, yeah. 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 And bro, you said it so beautifully and some, my phrase is inspiring future custodians. Yeah. That's my Sick. my tagline. Yeah. I've always had that for all of my businesses and and it's so important. You know, full stop. Mm. It's inspiring our future custodians, whether you're a black follower or a white follower yeah. or wherever you're from, yeah. is the utmost important because the reality is if we don't do that mm. and we we just sit back and just live our life, yeah. you know, what impact do we have? Yeah. Like you've got one opportunity yeah. here on this planet. Yeah. What do you like? What are you going to like? My, my philosophy is your rent on this planet yeah. is, t- is helping people. Yeah. That's like, a sick way of looking at it. Like that's your I rent. Like that, bro. Right. Yeah. So like that's, that's my way of looking at just this whole thing we call life. Yeah. And there's this amazing, beautiful, weird, don't even know how to explain it, yeah. but this thing that comes out of, mentoring and yep. inspiring youth yep. that you you can't buy yeah, when you've got a young person looking up at you and going brother i'm lost yeah. i don't know what to do like yeah. i'm scared um and then you mentor them through whatever they and then yep. by the time they're like you're doing deadly yeah. bungee good yeah, job yeah. like yeah you know good luck man i had that um, experience literally yesterday i walked into she would have cried dude I, I almost did tear up bro. yeah ro- bro. rolled into um north lakes campus and there was a young fella there um who i'd taught in my first year so three years ago yeah and he was a troubled kid man like yeah. troubled, caught up drugs yeah. alcohol um just 
just making shit decisions. Like yeah. he was such a nice fella and I could tell that he was, yeah. but he was just constantly making the wrong decisions. He ended up getting in a bit of trouble at camp at the end of the year mm. um, for some, you know, some poor choices that he made. Um, he managed to finish the school year, which was sick. Um, and I, and anyway, haven't seen him for 18 months. And then I roll into the staff room yesterday and he was on his second day of a paid full-time no youth way, worker job. Bro. Yeah. And I was just like, I was flat. I was flat going into work yesterday and we yeah. didn't check in. I was like, yeah, was feeling pretty flat, but just seeing this young fellow here yeah. working yeah. in this space. Dude. I was like, bro, you've lifted me up so much today. Like, I'm so proud of you. Mm. Such a special feeling, mm. man. And like for him to then say as well, like, yeah, so sick seeing Oski here. Like, yeah, you're right. You don't get that experience anywhere else. And it's something that is, it's, it's so universal. Mm. And, you know, like for people who are not, you know, religious or, or whatever, like that just goes to show that whatever you put out yep. comes back yeah. full stop. Yep. Like, karma, uh, baby. bro, yep. and karma can be a bitch or karma can be beautiful, <laughs> yeah. man. You know, like I'm a massive believer in that. Yeah. And that exactly. You're right. Like I've had so many crazy, crazy run-ins where like you'll mentor a young person and then a year down the track, you'll run into them at the shops yep. and they've got a partner and a kid yep. and they're doing good. And you're like, damn, you're like, yo, what's up, yeah. man? Like, dude, look at you, bro. I told like, you this was possible. Yeah, yeah see? Yeah, yeah. All that motivation, bro. Yeah. Like, look at where it's got you. Yeah. And and you can't buy it. No. You can't buy it. Yeah. Which That's is why, why we keep doing what we do. 100%, which is why the people in this industry, in this space, freaking love it. Yeah. Like, you know, even myself now going down the gym yes. aspect yep. and the influencer aspect yep. of... There are so many young people mm. that reach out because they genuinely have no mentors yeah, wow. and they genuinely don't know what to do. They genuinely are just like, whether it's, I've got people, you know, via Instagram, send me messages all the time. are like, Hey man, um, you know, I've seen your, I've seen your content. How do I do this? Yeah. Or what's your advice on my meal plan? Like, We're and I'm right. like, bro, like, I'm I'm winging this, man. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't yeah. even, I barely know what I'm doing, yeah. you know? And, you know, I retract that. I kind of know what I'm doing. Um, but it's, yeah, right. But it's like, what? Like, it's, it's, it's amazing to see young people be like, yeah. yo, Uncle Oscar, uh, yeah. like, can you help me out, man? Yeah, you yeah. know? What do you think about this? What do you think about this? And yeah. that one conversation yeah. creates a massive ripple yeah. effect that, that it's unfathomable. Yeah. And like you said, through almost three years down the track, yeah. two years down the track. Mm. And then you see that young person back into the system that he was, Thriving. that he was, yeah, you know, yeah. struggling in, originally. struggling in originally. Yeah. And now he's in a position to give back, yeah. you know, which is so wicked, man. And mm. it's, it's so amazing. So now, so on a roll, yep. right. From what I've, what I've, you know, what I've seen and, and your business and, you know, where you're headed, is the, is there a goal? Like, is there, hmm. is it something you're aspiring to or? Yeah, look, I think um, we, Jason and I identified how sports media works in America, um, where freelance writers are very much a part of the mainstream narrative of yeah. the NBA. You know, yeah. if you watch... 
the NBA or the NFL, the commentators at halftime, they'll sometimes refer to an article or a piece of content that some dude on Twitter made. Mm. And his little Twitter handle will come up on the screen and go, oh, go check. Like, this guy does some sick work. You know, he'll be some Lakers fan who just yep. has watched every game since 1990. Just obsessed. Just obsessed. Yeah. And of course, that dude is going to make good content about the Lakers because he cares about it, right? Yeah. Um, I think the biggest problem with the sport with sports media in Australia is that it's, it's monopolized. Mm. So if it's not coming from NRL.com or Fox Sports, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't get read. Mm. Um, so I think when we started doing it, we were like, yeah, it would be really cool if one day, you know, we could be part of the mainstream narrative of rugby league, that sick, whether that means we're on radio or mm. we're on TV or, mm. or, whether, you know, we just become a bit of a household name. I think that would be really cool is if I was able to go down to the pub to watch a game of footy and to hear someone else talking about something that we've yep. written about. Yep. I think that would be like, that'd be a, a kind of rub my eyes, like yeah. scratch my head. And moment. that, and you know, like that's, that's something that I'm massive about and what I want as well mm. is I want people to to talk about this yep. and I want people to be like oh have you heard that yeah, you know, yeah. have you heard that yeah. Oscar fellow on the yeah. podcast man like yeah. check out his thing mm. or like you know have you heard that young Murray boy that's going around and doing podcast like yeah. and you know when you do that you don't only just build a platform of influence yes. and motivation yeah. you build this rip you know I keep saying ripple effect it's mm. my favorite word <laughs> um, <laughs> but you build this ripple effect of you got a young fellow as well who's so obsessed with it and yeah. like Bro, I want to do what he's doing. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm looking up to him. I want, I want to be, and then hopefully build a platform where you yourself can then help young people yeah. be in that position, yeah, man. Like exactly. that would be so awesome. Yeah, and so just generational change yeah. is is mass, like breaking that change yeah. generation. Yeah, breaking those chains generationally yeah. is just so. You know, I don't even know what the word is <laughs> like. I think it's um, like it's just creating opportunities. Yeah, creating an opportunity for myself um, and for the business, and then you know, hopefully that leads to opportunities for other people to either do mm. that themselves or to jump on board. Man, like it'd be sick if rugby league writers could grow over the next few yeah, years. Um, but yeah, but at, at the moment, um, man, I'm just happy watching my footy. Um, you know, making enough to pay the bills from doing mm. that um, and then still staying connected with the Y community and working with young people as well because I think like I touched on already like sport I think is such a powerful tool for yeah. helping young people of all ethnicities and backgrounds and genders yep. and everything um, such a powerful tool to help them grow and develop and, mm. and learn to communicate and interact so mm. yeah man I'm loving it so good bro mm. last thing yep if you were to leave something, right, for someone to yep. listen to on this podcast, if you were to if you were to leave one thing and one important message, what would that be? Um, don't be afraid to celebrate other people. Oh, that just came to me. Oh, no, bring it right. That just came to <laughs> me. It. Thank you, bro. That's it. That's <laughs> oh, I'm sweating. It. Sorry, bro. That's gangster, man. Yeah, I think don't be afraid to celebrate other people. I think the world is only going to be a better place if you're happy to lift up the people that are around you. And like Run you said, man, man, karma, it come, what goes around comes around. Yeah. Had this kid yesterday 
said something in a joking manner. It wasn't malicious, but she said something about hitting one of her friends. Oh, I'm going to smack her or something like mm. that. Literally, mm. bro, as she finished the sentence, she was rocking on her chair and her chair almost went backwards and she almost fell over. Yeah. I was like, yo, yeah. that was karma. See what happened right yeah, there? Yeah, yeah. Learn so, from that. <laughs> so I think, um, yeah, man, if, you, if, if, we, if we're in a culture where everyone's lifting everyone up, mm. It's pretty self-explanatory where everyone's going to mm. go. So mm. yeah. and breaking that poppy syndrome chain. Yeah, dude. Big of the time. second someone's succeeding, big time. Cut them down. I love know? talking shit. I love being sarcastic. Yeah. I love throwing chat at my mates. But yeah. at the same time, like, there is a time and a place where you just need to stop yeah. and be really sincere and go, "Bro, I'm proud of you yeah. for what you're Good doing." Good on you, man. Yeah, yeah. And, so, yeah. and that that could be someone's moment. Yeah, that could change someone's life. You know. Yeah, that's so wicked, man. Thank you. But thank you for coming on. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Yeah, we've had a wicked yarn. Um, So for those listening on in, Rugby League Riders, go check it out. All on the socials, rugbyleagueriders.com. Thank you for everybody to listening on Into the Yarning Circle. Make sure to share, comment, subscribe, and like. And if you're wanting to watch the visual side of this podcast, make sure to hit azia.hippersleep at youtube.com.